Every grandma knows. GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. One, two, three, you're free bail bonds. We're family helping families. Have a loved one in jail? Call one, two, three, you're free for bail. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week with licensed agents statewide to help you in just minutes. Call 810-320-0200. That's 810-320-0200. Or see Kevin at 2700 Pine Grove Avenue in Port Huron. It's as easy as one, two, three, you're free. One, two, three, you're free bail bonds. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Port Aaron Prowlers are back for year eight in the FPHL. Don't miss any of the high-flying hockey action at McMoran Arena. You can get your Prowler season tickets now. Full-season ticket packages start at $250 for adults and $225 for seniors, military, and children. The Prowlers drop the puck for their home opener on October 14th when their brand-new rival, the Motor City Rockers, come to town. For ticket information, call the McMoran box office at 810-985-6166. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. We're back with Joe Cannell, head coach of Marine City Cardinal Mooney, getting set for Clarkston Everest uh, today. But uh, real quick, uh, Coach, uh, you played Lakes last week. Another impressive win by your your football team. You were clearly ready. You weren't looking past the game. Uh, And, of course, Brendan Hazen later did his thing, and your defense was good again. Yeah, the kids were pretty focused. Uh, I think that's a, what's different between now and last year. We're a little bit more focused every game. They know the job in front of them, and they can come prepared to do it, take care of it. Uh, we talk a lot about Hazenlater, and why wouldn't we? Over 200 yards just on his touchdown runs last week, which there were six of them. Mm-hmm. But you got Trombley back. Um, there were uh, several guys uh, on the field that, that I thought really were nice complimentary pieces. I thought Miyake played well, Spiza played well, and obviously Everhart does a really good job for you as well. Yeah, uh, we got a good supporting cast. Uh, 
we've kind of shut it down the last two or three weeks because we didn't need to do anything. Uh, I don't think that'll be the case this week. I think we'll have to open it up a little bit. All right, let's talk about Clarkston Everest. Uh, obviously, for you guys, you, you've played one more league game than everybody else to this point. You guys started a week earlier than everybody else with that. So a win here clinches you at least a share of the title and I'm guessing sends you to the prep bowl. So this is a big game for you against a team you've never beaten. Yeah, this is for the prep bowl. Uh, winner of this game is going to go to the prep bowl. Um, I don't see Everest losing the last two weeks of a se- regular season. Uh, you know, they're a great team. They they have been. Uh, Mike Brzezinski does a great job with them. Year after year, they're, we watched film yesterday. Spent a lot of time watching film yesterday. And they technically do everything they're supposed to do. Um, and that's where we aspire to be. We're not quite there yet. We're still getting guys a little bit spitballing out there. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think I think if we're going to be in this is the year we're going to do it. Uh, I, I, I hate to go back to a bad memory, but I remember after last year's meeting with them, the practice I came out here to, to interview, and I think I ended up going home and coming back a couple days later because you were not happy with the way you guys didn't wrap up, didn't tackle, and you, you gave the speech that I've quoted a couple of times about, you know, there comes a point where you have to decide whether you want to be everybody's homecoming game or whether you want to be a team that's playing games that matter and winning championships. Yeah, uh, I wasn't happy last year. I thought talent-wise we matched up with them. Uh, we watched them play Liggett Friday night, and when they've got you down, they step on you. They, they're no let-up quick turnover and they scored the next play they just they go for the throat and they're good at it so we'll have to be ready all right good luck thank you there's joe cannell and kickoff is next here on getstuckonsports.com if you need blue water area scores standing schedules and more go to getstuckonsports.com not able to listen to the game live getstuckonsports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time getstuckonsports.com your kids your schools your sports hey guys my friend scott down at miller Maytag. let me tell you what he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother let the appliance experts at miller Maytag help you pick the best american-made appliances from maytag kitchenaid whirlpool and more freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever it's high efficiency front and top load washers will not only save you money but handle your laundry in half the time miller maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs stop in today a quarter of a mile south of mclaren hospital miller maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics hello this is tim sheridan owner of sheridan real estate and insurance in lexington a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here to East China Stadium. We're, we're almost all set to go. We, we've done everything that we need to do, and then we remembered we hadn't done a coin flip yet. So <laughs> the captains are out at the center of the field to determine uh, who's going to get the ball first in this uh, football game between Clarkston Everest and Marine City Cardinal Mooney. Again, the all-time series favors Clarkston Everest. They've won all seven meetings between the uh, two uh, schools. However, this year Mooney really has a chance to uh, win this uh, football game. These are two good football teams and uh, it looks like uh, Liggett has got some uh, injury issues and personnel issues now, and that uh, both uh, Mooney and uh, Everest have kind of separated themselves from the rest of the pack because Shrine and Cabrini and uh, Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes, have been struggling this year. Uh, by the way, Shrine beat Lakes 8-6 to six yesterday uh, while uh, Liggett defeated... Uh, Cabrini 15 to 12, so two really low-scoring, tight games in the uh, Catholic League Intersectional Two last night. I'm interested to see how this one goes and what we're going to uh, have here. So Everest is going to receive. So we'll see them on offense first against Mooney today. 
And, uh, again, should be a lot of fun. The Mountaineers, they wear uh, white jerseys, black pants, black helmets. We got a little bit of gold uh, mixed in there, too. Uh, and, of course, Mooney wearing all black at home, trimmed in uh, red and white. And uh, if you haven't heard of Brendan Hazen later, I don't know where you've been, but through five weeks, he has rushed for 1,375 yards and 18 touchdowns. He had six touchdowns last week on just 14 carries. He rushed for 267 yards in the win over Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes. He's gone over 300 yards in a game twice this season already. All right, so Trombley will kick it off. Oliver Neiman is the deep man for the Mountaineers, and he's uh, flanked back there by uh, Jimmy Nedwick on one side and Luke Walker on the other. So they've got three men back inside the 15 waiting for Trombley's kick. We get the signal, and we get this afternoon's game underway as Trombley will kick it deep. And that will get over the head of the return man and just barely rolls into the end zone. Boy, Nedwick went back. He let that ball bounce over his head. It hit around the two, and then it kind of rolled sideways, and it just did a go into the end zone by about a yard, so the touchback will bring it out to the 20. Patrick Cooper is the quarterback for Everest. Check that. That looks like Matthew. Yeah, that's Matthew uh, Bottel in it. Quarterback working out of the shotgun. They're running on first down, and it's a short gain out to the 22. Pickup of about two for Gavin Harris. So Matt Bottel gets the start at quarterback. I was told that Cooper would be the guy, but not to start. They go with three receivers, two split out wide to the left side. Patel out of the shotgun. They send a man in motion, and they're going to pitch the ball back to him. We've got a flag on the play. Tackled behind the line of scrimmage is uh, Nedwick back at the 19. It's a loss of three, and there's going to be a block in the back here against Everest. So this is going to push him further back because it'll be a spot foul. So the penalty flag is back at the 18. Actually, Mooney's going to not take the penalty. It was a loss of four on the play. So Mooney will take the down, and it'll be third down and 12 coming up here. For the Mountaineers from their own 18-yard line, and now Patrick Cooper comes in at quarterback. 
So they went with Bottel for the first two plays, and now Cooper's in there. Harris is the back. They'll go three receivers to the right, a single receiver to the left side. Out of the shotgun. Cooper with the hard count. Couldn't draw him off sides, and he'll keep the ball. And Cooper's got room, and he's got a first down run out across the 30, all the way out to the 34-yard line. A pickup of 16 for Patrick Cooper. He made a great ball fake to Harris and then kept it, ran around the outside of the line, and then streaked back up the middle of the field for the first down run. Dominic Walker is one of two receivers split out wide to the left this time, a single receiver to the right. Harris, the running back, and he will not get the carry. Cooper keeps again. Boy, they're running uh, an option here with uh, Patrick Cooper, very similar to what uh, Seminary ran and had uh, success with. This is a five-yard pickup to the 39. Seminary is the one team that has beaten Mooney this year, a very high-scoring game, and they ran the triple option, and they were tough. Two receivers to either side here. On second and five, Cooper over the middle, complete out near midfield and into Mooney territory with the catch is Powery. And they're going to say Powery was down right at uh, midfield. It's an 11-yard pickup and a first down. So Everest on the move here. They're out to midfield. This time they'll send twins to the left. Single receiver way out wide right. Harris the only back. He will get the carry this time, and the Cardinals are waiting for him. They'll stop him back at the Everest 49 for a loss of one on the play. We'll bring up second and 11. Nine minutes straight up to go here in the first quarter. This is the first possession of the game by either side. Dominic Walker split out wide to the right. Two receivers to the left side. Harris behind Cooper. Gets the carry straight ahead back into Mooney territory. He'll pick up about six yards to the 45. And leave them with a third and five now. Big play here, and this might be four down territory. Third down five from the 45. And they sent um, Nedwick in motion, but a flag on the play. Somebody for uh, Everest lined up offside. That's a big penalty. That'll push them uh, back now to midfield again. Make it third down and 10. So third down and 10 coming up here for uh, Everest back at midfield. This time they'll send two receivers to the left, one to the right. Cooper working out of the shotgun. He's one out of one for 11 yards. 
He's rolling out this time to the right, throwing on the run. He's got a man out there, and it's incomplete. Through the hands of Dominic Walker, who was open near the Mooney 35-yard line. That would have been a big pickup. It would have been enough for the first down. Instead, it'll be fourth down and 10, and it looks like they're going to kick. Well, keep an eye on it because Cooper does the uh, punting. He's back around his own 38 to kick this one away. Hazen later for Mooney. Stands at about his own 15, hoping for a return here. Good snap. Takes his time. little sidewinder kick there. And it didn't go very far, but it will take uh, Mountaineers roll to the Mooney 26. So Cooper kind of whiffed on the, the punt, but still... Got about 24 yards total on the uh, kick. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. But Mooney gets a stop on defense, although Everest had the ball there for about four minutes, a little over four minutes. But with 7.58 to go, now the Cardinals will get their first try, starting from their own 26-yard line. Brian Everhart, the quarterback, and, of course, Brendan Hazen later has been the man. And they'll open up in a full house backfield look. Hazen later the deep back, and he's going to get the carry on first down straight ahead. And he'll pick up about three yards to the 29. And they'll bring up second down and seven. And the Dalwitz in the uh, backfield. Uh, they had a couple of bigs in the backfield there leading the way. I think Spiza was the other guy. Now they're going to spread the field. They're going to go with five receivers and empty the backfield. They've got quads to the left. Now Hazen later will go motion right. Straight drop, Everhart. Going to set it up to Avery Broll, and he'll get out to about the 32. And that's about a three-yard pickup. And it's going to be third and about four. So big third down and four here for Mooney from their own 32. Tremblay is one of two receivers out wide to the left. He's in a slot that way. Now they go pro set behind Everhart, who's under center. Third and four, and they're going to give it to the lead man through and pick up a first down. Spizza with the uh, carry is out to the uh, 39. Picked up seven there. And easily got a first down for Mooney. Well, it's every week for me that there's somebody not on the roster into the game, and number 18 for Mooney is into the backfield now as they go back to the three-back look. Another carry for Hazen later, trying to bounce it outside this time. Battling close to the 45, diving forward to about the 46. There is a flag on the play. 
If it stands, it's about a seven-yard gain, but I think this is coming back. Holding against Mooney. So this will cost Mooney. We'll do first down over again, and it'll be first in about uh, 20. Put the ball back at the 28, so call it first and 21. First down, 21 Cardinals from their own 28-yard line. Broll spit out wide to the uh, right. And a little misdirection. Trombley is going to get the uh, handoff, and then he fumbles the football out near the 35, and it's recovered by the Mountaineers at the 33-yard line. Trombley came around in motion and took the handoff, but he lost the football, and the turnover will give Clarkston Everest a chance in Mooney territory from the 33-yard line. 5.20 to go here in the first. No score in the game. And uh, Everest trying to capitalize now on the turnover. They'll split out uh, Dominic Walker to one side. They've also got a receiver to the left. Cooper looking to throw over the middle. He's got a man and a sprawling catch at the 15. Is caught by Nedwick. And that's a pickup of 18. And it's first down now for the Mountaineers at the 15. They go with trips to the right. And Harris will get the handoff here, and he'll get met at the line of scrimmage and stop for no gain. So second down coming up. Might have actually lost a yard there. Mark it back at the 16. We'll call it second and 11. Again, they go trips to the right, single receiver to the left. Now they're going to motion a man to the right and pitch the ball to him. And uh, we've got another flag on the play. Luke Walker with the uh, carry here on the end around. He lost yardage. And uh, there'll also be a, a holding call, I think, here against Everest. Another block in the back against uh, Everest. Back out at the 21. So after they're done marching this one off. It'll set the ball down almost where this drive started. They started at the 33. They're back at the 32 after the penalty. And they're going to get to the five for a first down, so it's going to be second and 27. 4.20 to go here in a fast-moving, scoreless first quarter. They'll go two receivers to the left, one to the right. Harris, the only setback, lines up behind Cooper. Play action pass. Cooper's going to fire deep down the far sideline, and it's almost intercepted. He was trying to get it to Dominic Walker, and back on the uh, coverage uh, for Mooney was Brian Everhart, and he had a better shot at that one than the receiver did. Cooper's two out of four for 29 yards so far. 
And now we're looking at third and 27 from the 32. And again, I would, where they're at on the field, there's probably four down territory, but you'd like to get as big a chunk as you could here to make it possible to make it on fourth down. And if you're Mooney, you don't want to give them an inch. File joins Luke Walker to the left. Now they motion Harris out of the backfield. They try to set up a bubble screen to uh, Dominic Walker on the far sideline, and the ball's overthrown, incomplete, and that'll bring up fourth down. Fourth and 27 from the 32 of Cardinal Mooney. They'll keep the offense out there. Now, if you're Mooney, because I'm assuming they're just going to throw the ball towards the end zone. If you've got a chance to intercept this, unless you can run it all the way back, you're better off dropping the ball because it's fourth down and you'd get it out further. They'll go two receivers to either side here for Cooper this time. Working out of the shotgun. He's got a walker to either side of him. Matthew Nimmy is also in the game as a receiver. Out of the gun. Cooper steps back. Again, he's going to sling it down the center of the field. And it is intercepted by Brendan Hazenlater. It's intercepted by Hazenlater, and I think they're calling it a touchback. And just what I was talking about, though, he's better off dropping the ball there because they turn it over at the... uh, the 32. Number one. Number two now. The question is, where are they going to spot the ball here? Are they going to say Hazen later was down at the one? If he was down in the end zone, it's a touchback. It is an interception. It is Mooney ball, but where are they going to spot it? Well, I think they're going to put this ball at like the one-yard line, and th- to me, that that's a bad call. Number one, nobody tackled Hazen later. He was still on his feet. He was actually trying to run back the other way. But they're they're going to put the ball just outside the goal line, and that's not right. So Mooney's now really backed up. They're about a foot outside their own goal line. After getting the turnover. So each team has turned the ball over. There's 3.49 to go here in a scoreless first quarter. First down, Cardinal Mooney will call it their own one-yard line. But again, that's either a touchback or Hazenlater wasn't down yet. I don't see how they're saying he was tackled. Hazen Lander, the deep back, two receivers to either side for Everhart. And Hazen Lander straight ahead to get what he can get, give him a little breathing room. Looks like he squeezed his way out to the four for a three-yard pickup. So it'll bring up second and seven Mooney from their own four-yard line. Trombley's going to split out wide to the right. Double tight end to the left, it looks like. 
Spiza joins Hazen later in a pro set behind Heverhart. And Hazen later will get to the six, maybe the seven yard line before he's pushed back. So you got about three more there. And it'll bring up third down. And about three here for Mooney. They started this drive at their own one. They're out to the seven now. Everhart under center. Again, his and later Spiza in the backfield. They'll put Trombley in motion to the right. And they'll hand the ball off to Hazen later, and he's out close. He needed to get to the 11 for the first down, and it's very close. And it is a first down. So by a whisker, Hazen later gets it to the 11 and picks up a Mooney first down. They'll move the chains and get a fresh set of downs here. Still scoreless. 2.05 to play here in the first quarter. And now we're going to get a timeout called. Mooney had to call a timeout. There was a little bit of uh, confusion as they broke the huddle and came up to the line. Everhart kind of put his hands up towards the sidelines as if to say he wasn't quite sure what the call was. So they'll talk about it with 153 to go here in a scoreless first quarter. Each team has turned them all over once. Everest got it first. They drove out to midfield and then had to punt. Mooney got it back, but they fumbled at their own 33 and then uh, got the ball back on an interception at their own one-yard line. And now they've moved out to the 11 with a first down. And they're looking at first and 10 from the 11. So first and 10 from the 11. Spiza and Hazen later in the backfield. Trombley split out wide to the right. Pitch Hazen later running to the left. Then he makes a couple of cuts. He's out to the 20. Still on his feet to the 25. And finally wrapped up and hauled down around the 28-yard line. But not until he just bulldogged another 17 yards there. That's another Mooney first down. Out to the 33-yard line. Or excuse me, out to the 28-yard line. Now they're going to send uh, Broll and Spiza wide to the uh, right side. They've got two receivers out to the left as well. Hazen later, the only setback, goes right up the middle. Hazen later to the 30. 35 40. 45, still on his feet across midfield and finally run out of bounds in Everest territory near the 45-yard line. 
Looks like they're going to say he went out of bounds before he got to midfield. Or is there a flag? There is a flag. Way back there around the uh, 33-yard line is a flag. And then there's another flag out at the 47. So holding against Mooney is going to negate what uh, was a big run by Hazenlater. So instead of a first down run into Everest territory, Mooney will be backed up a little bit here. They'll set the ball down when they're done walking at the 23, and it'll be first and 20, it looks like. Now let's see, 23, they got to get out to the 38. So first and 15 when it's all said and done. They'll go trips to the right, single receiver to the left. And uh, Everhart wants to keep it this time, and there's not a lot of room for him. He gets back to the line of scrimmage and nothing more. They'll bring up second down and 15. Everhart has attempted one throw so far. He's one out of one for three yards. Hazen later with the five carries for 30 yards for Mooney. And this will probably be the final play of the quarter if we don't have a penalty. I'll go two receivers to either side here. Everhart under center. Hazen later the only back. Send Bright in motion. Pitch it back. Hazen later running to the near side. Being very patient. Cuts a couple of times and works his way to the 26-yard line and got three yards out of that. And it's going to bring up third down and about 12, and that's the end of the first quarter. We're scoreless after one here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Third down 12, Mooney from their own 26 to open the second quarter in a scoreless game. Quite a few penalties called here in the first quarter. Tremblay and Broll split out wide to the right here. Everhart under center. He's got two backs behind him. 
Play action, though. They wanted to set up a screen to Hazenlater. Now they will get him the ball, uh, but he's in a little bit of trouble, and even Hazenlater's not going to be able to worm out of this one. And it will be a very short loss on the play. They'll lose a couple of yards, and it'll be fourth down and about 13 here. Ball on the 32. Trombley stands at the 15 to kick it away, and uh, both return men for Everest are standing at midfield. Good snap. They get the kick away. It's very high, not deep, and it'll take a little bit of a Mooney roll across midfield, go out of bounds here on the near sideline at the Everest 49. A decent field position here for the Mountaineers. As they get their third possession of the game. A punt and an interception on their first two drives. Patrick Cooper's two out of six for 29 yards. He's also their leading rusher. Two carries, 21 yards. They did a little option when he first got into the ball game, and they got two good runs out of it, but they haven't gone back to it since. They'll go three receivers to the left and one to the right. Out of the shotgun, running, and Harris gets back to the line of scrimmage and is stopped there. Five carries, six yards for Gavin Harris so far. Again, neither team uh, really racked up the yardage in that first quarter. It's been the the defenses that have uh, been uh, the better side of the ball so far. Again, out of the shotgun, Cooper with four receivers. Looking to set up a bubble screen and looking for Luke Walker, and he threw it a little too far out in front of him. Let his man a little too far there, incomplete. It's going to bring up third down and 10. So third down and 10, Everest from their own 49-yard line. Again, they're going to send a trio of receivers off to the left, single man to the uh, right side. Harris, the only back to the right of his quarterback, and they tried to hit him coming out of the backfield, and again, the pass was too far out in front of him. So Cooper has been off the mark, and that'll bring up fourth down and 10. And the Mountaineers will be forced to kick this one away. Cooper will slide back to the 35 to kick this one away. Hazen later stands around the 10. Mooney's coming, and again, he kind of shanked the kick off the side of his foot, and that goes out of bounds, and uh, they're going to spot it at the Mooney 44. So it's a seven-yard punt. And we continue to be scoreless here with 10.20 to go in the first half. 
And now Mooney will go to work. Everhart, two out of two, but just two yards. Hazen later has uh, carried six times for 33 yards. Broll and Tremblay to the left. Everhart under center. Now they're going to put uh, Broll in motion. Give the ball to Hazen later, and he's going to get three yards here up to the 47. So second down and seven for Mooney. Roll and Tremblay again will go off to the uh, right side. Spiza joins Hazen later in a uh, pro set look. Behind Everhart. They'll give it to Hazen later again, and he'll push the pile to the 49 and get a couple more. And they'll be looking at third and about five here. Third down five, Mooney from their own 49. 9-10 to go here in the first half in a scoreless football game. Probably going to check out. Put an extra back into the backfield. So full house look here for Mooney on third and five. Pitch back to Hazen later. He'll get to the 50, and then he'll be brought down at the 49 of Everest. A pickup of two, and it's going to bring up fourth and three, and it looks like they're going to punt. They'll play the field position game here, and Tremblay will come out and kick it away for Mooney. So the chess match continues between the two sides. And the defenses are winning the football game right now. We're still scoreless. Down to 8.15 to go here in the first half. Good snap, good kick by Tremblay. Kicked it away from the return man, Walker. And the ball will be downed inside the 30 at the 29 of Everest. So Spiza got down there to uh, cover it up. And Everest will start from their own 29 this time around. Cooper, two out of eight for 29 yards and an interception. He's had some guys open, and he's been leading them too far with the passes. Again, they go with four receivers, trips to the left, out of the shotgun. They give it off to Harris looking for some room. He hasn't had a lot today, but he'll get out to the 34 this time and picked up five yards. That's his nicest run of the game so far. Second and five Everest. Harris gimps off the field there, so... They'll have to get somebody else into the game in the backfield. Looking at Harris over on the sideline, looked like maybe his ankle. A little 
little bit of discomfort back there. They'll go two receivers to either side this time for Cooper. Out of the gun, looking to throw, steps up down the middle. He's got Luke Walker, and he'll make the catch at the Mooney 45, brought down right there. Pick up a 21. And that time, Patrick Cooper was right on the mark with that throw. That's a big pickup for Everest, and they're back into Mooney territory. File is the receiver to the left. They've got trips to the right. Keeping it on the ground here. And Harris back into the game and not much there. Check that. That wasn't Harris. That was number two on the carry, Nedwick. Got a yard. Second and nine from the 44. Now they'll hand it off on an end around, and this will be broken up. And uh, Powery will be tackled for a loss back to the 48. They'll lose about four there. So they sent uh, Powery around in motion, gave him the ball, and uh, Mooney was not fooled. And it'll bring up third down and about 13. Back out at the 48. This time Cooper on the run. Throws and it's dropped. Dominic Walker had it in his hands at the 36. About a yard shy of the first down and he couldn't hang on to it. A drop. We'll make it fourth down. And 13 and it looks like they're going to punt. Hazen later going back for the uh, kick here. But uh, so far, uh, Cooper has kind of uh, shanked his uh, other punts in the ball game. He's back inside his own 40. Good snap. He's got some time. Better kick this time. Hazen later driven back to the 7. Makes the first man miss, gets to the 10, cuts up to the 15. Flag on the play as Hazen later gets out to the 22, but this is going to be a penalty against Mooney. And they're going to be backed up again. With 5.32 to go here in this opening half. No score. It's been dominated by the defense so far. Mooney will get a, another opportunity, and penalties, too, have uh, been hurting really both sides, but in particular Mooney here. Going to bring the ball all the way back to the seven after they walk off the penalty. Mooney's last drive started at their own one. This one will start from their seven. has been winning the battle of field position, but they haven't been able to capitalize on it. Everhart under center, first down from his own seven-yard line. And they'll hand it off to Hazen later, and he'll cross the 10 to the 12 and get about five. Second and five. 
Cardinals from their own 12-yard line. No panic, no rush here from Cardinal Money. Taking their time. They'll send Broll and Trombley out wide to the left here. Spiza and Hazen later the backs. On second and five from the 12. And this time it's the first man through Spiza and he'll get to close to the 15. Got about two yards there. And it'll bring up third down. And they need about three for the first down. They need to get to the 17 for the first down. So third and about three here. We'll go from a pistol look, Everhart in the shotgun. Gives it to Hazen later. He's got a little bit of a hole, and now he breaks free. 25-30. Up the near sideline to the 40. Cut back to the 45 and brought down at the 48-yard line. Hazen later got loose and picks up a first down and more. 34-yard pickup for Hazen later. Well, you just get so used to seeing him do stuff like that, but that was another incredible run by Hazen later. We've been a little selfish about him this season. We expect 34-yard runs on every play. He just zigs and zags, and he does some beautiful things out there. First down, Mooney out to their own 48. Everhart play action. Has all kinds of time back there, and then he fires downfield. Trombley was in the area, but the ball was overthrown by about 10 yards. There is a flag on the play. Back at the Mooney 39. Personal foul, roughing the passer against Everest. That's a big penalty. This is going to move the ball into Everest territory all the way down to the 37. So Mooney now getting into the Mountaineer territory. Hazen later speeds you to the backs. They send Broll in motion. Give the ball to Hazen later, running to the left side. He will get close to the 35. It's a short gain, maybe a yard there. Twelve carries, 80 yards now for Brendan Hazen later. We're going to be under three minutes to go here in the half by the time the next snap happens. It is still a scoreless football game. Second and nine Cardinals from the Everest 36. Full house backfield, no receivers this time for the Cardinals. Hazen later, straight ahead, skips through to the 30. Inside the 30 to the 28 and close to a first down. 
on an eight-yard pickup, and it looks like it's going to bring up third down and one. Third and one at the Everest 28 for Mooney. I'm going to go two receivers to either side here. Hazen later, the only setback. Everhart under center. Give to Hazen later, and he'll crash forward and get the yard they need. He's to the 26. That should be enough for the first down. So first down, Mooney at the 26 now. Brawl and Trombley will split out wide to the right. Spiza and Hazen later in the backfield. And they're going to give Spiza the carry this time. He'll get to the 25 and pick up about a yard. Three carries, 10 yards for Cameron here in the first half. Second and nine Cardinals. Well, actually, they gave him a good spot to the 24. I didn't think he quite made it that far, but they'll take it. That'll make it second and eight. 70 seconds to go in the half. Mooney has two timeouts remaining if they need him. Trombley split out wide to the left. They're going to give the ball, though, to... Broll, and Broll's got room to the 15. Broll down to the 10 before they wrap him up. Avery Broll to the nine-yard liner when they're going to mark it. Yeah, at the nine. So that's a 15-yard pickup for Broll. First down and goal to go, Mooney. Now they've got 45 seconds to go. Still two timeouts remaining. They'll send two receivers to the right, and now play will be whistled down. And we'll get a timeout called by Everest. So Everest burns their first timeout. 39 seconds to go on the half. And this is by far and away the biggest threat by either side so far. Mooney first and goal to go from the Everest nine. Trying to open the scoring in this one. There is a... uh, a real good chance that Brendan Hazen later is the guy that they're going to ask to get these nine yards. Even if they have to give it to him four times in a row here. He's carried 14 times for 90 yards here in the first half. By his standards, a quiet 90 yards. He'll be in the backfield with Spezza. They'll send Broll and Trombley out wide to the right. Everhart under center. He's two out of two for just two yards in the game passing. On first and goal from the nine-yard line, they'll move Trombley in motion and hand the ball off to Hazen later. He just doesn't want to go down. Flag on the play here as Hazen later battles to the six. 33 seconds to go on the half. Now 
And I think this is going to be against Everest. Maybe a face mask. Yeah. It's against Everest. And they're going to set the ball down, though, only at the five. So they only gave him about a yard there on the penalty. First and goal from the five. And they pitched back to Spezia, but it was whistled down. Another flag on the play on the far side now. Spezia had a touchdown there. It was wide open, but... But Everest lined up offside, and that's going to put the ball down on the three. There's 26 seconds to go here in the half. It's first and goal from the three for Mooney. They'll go full house in the backfield. Two men in front of Hazenlater, who's the deep back. And they'll give it to Hazenlater, and he'll power forward. He's into the end zone for a Mooney touchdown. Three-yard run for Brendan Hazenlater. His 19th rushing touchdown of the season. And with 21 seconds to go here in the first half, Mooney has struck first. 6-0 Cardinals. And even that didn't feel very easy. Point after Tremblay to do the kicking, and he'll blast it up there and through. Seven nothing Mooney. As they get a late touchdown here in the first half. So Brendan Hazenlander scores on a three-yard touchdown run. That was a 93-yard drive for Mooney. Remember, they started from their own seven after the penalty. And of course, uh, Hazenlater had the one big 34-yard run on that uh, drive as well. And all of a sudden, he's quietly up to 96 yards and a touchdown in the game. Neiman is back deep for Everest, standing around his own eight-yard line. Trombley's uh, kickoff to start the football game went into the end zone. That's the other thing about it. Mooney's going to get the ball first in the third quarter. Going to line, drive it now. Luke Walker back at the 15. Picks it up and starts forward and stumbled as he crossed the 20. And he's down at about the 22 with 17 seconds to go here in the half. And let's see what Everest is uh, thinking here. From their own 22, are they going to take any risks here or just keep it simple and run out the clock? Cooper's 3 out of 10 for 50 yards. He's throwing an interception today.
because we can't get to halftime without there uh, being a flag or something. No, nope, they're not even going to snap the ball. That's what it was. So they set the ball. They started the clock. Time runs out. 7-0 is the score in favor of Cardinal Mooney here at the half. As, uh, it took them the whole half to get some points, but we finally get a Hazenlater touchdown with 21 seconds to go in the second. And at the break, it's Cardinal Mooney 7, Clarkston Everest nothing, and we'll take a break here on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Well, the defense had the upper hand in the uh, first half, and our scoring recap isn't going to take very long at all. Uh, We had only one touchdown in the first half. Scoreless after one quarter. Scoreless all the way up until there were 21 seconds to go in the half, and then Mooney was able to cap what was a 93-yard drive on a three-yard touchdown run from Brendan Hazenlay and it's 7-0. Cardinal Mooney leads Clarkston Everest here at halftime at East China Stadium. And we'll take a look at the first half stats in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Stop by Culver's in Fort Gratiot for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials, and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Mirror Image Detailing is located at 4350 24th Avenue in Fort Gratiot, the area's leading detail center with over 20 years' experience. They offer free pickup and delivery locally. If it's dirty, they clean it. If it's stained, they remove it. Mirror Image Detailing, the name speaks for itself. Call 810-662-3616. That's 810-662-3616. Open 7 to 6 weekdays and 8 to 4 on weekends. Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. A lot of penalties in the uh, first half kind of stunted the growth of the offense. Each team had a turnover as well. Mooney fumbled the ball. It didn't cost them because they got an interception after uh, that to uh, stop uh, an Everest uh, threat. But uh, the two teams combined for just 204 yards, 75 yards for Everest, 50 through the air, 25 on the ground. Cooper was 3 out of 10 for 50 yards and an interception. He was also their leading rusher, just two carries, but it went for 21 yards. On the other side, Mooney just two yards through the air, but they did rush for 127 yards in the first half, so they had 129 total. 96 of it came from the legs of who else 
Brendan Hazen later, 16 carries, 96 yards, and the game's only touchdown uh, as uh, Hazen later punched one in, which is 21 seconds to go on the half. And Mooney's got the most important stat. They lead this one by a score of 7 to nothing here at uh, halftime. When we come back, we'll take a look at what happened uh, around the uh, Blue Water area in football last night here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Huron Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success. Huron Title Company provides a full range of title and escrow services for buyers and sellers. They work hard to keep your best interests in mind throughout the entire process, and one of the owners is a practicing attorney, setting us apart from our competition. Huron Title Company, call 810-987-2141 or 1-800-878-4853. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple, so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Right, let's uh, check out the uh, scoreboard from uh, last night. Port Huron Northern want to share the Mac Blue Championship with a 44-16 win over Frazier. Port Huron High was a 35-14 winner on the road at Lance Cruz North. Marysville beats Clintondale 23-6 last night, while South Lake here at East China Stadium knocked off the host St. Clair Saints 28-8. On the road, Marine City with a big second half beat Madison Lampfear 37-14. Eisenhower held off Anchor Bay 22-19. Hazel Park beat New Haven 42-6. Those were the scores in the Macomb Area Conference. In the Blue Water Area Conference, Almont pulled off a 37-26 upset at Croslex. Hands the Pioneers their first loss of the season. North Branch rolled past Richmond 62-10. Yale beats up on Himley City 42-13 and Armada topped Wyoming last night 41-14 up in the uh, thumb Ubley wins again they're still unbeaten they topple Cass City 42-7 Harbor Beach beats Sandusky 28-6 and Marlette was a 46-16 winner over Memphis last night. It was a busy night for eight-man football as well. Six games were played. New Haven Merritt beat Caseville 52-6. Bay City All Saints a 55-24 winner over Carsonville Port Sandlack. Peck beats North Huron 44-6. Farwell held off KPAC 46-40. Kingston beats Deckerville 56-20. And another impressive win for Brown City. They bounce back from their first loss of the year last week at Martin by going to Britain Deerfield last night. It was 22-22 at the half, but Brown City ended up winning 60 to 38. They're now 5 and 1 on the season. Here 7 nothing Cardinal Mooney leads Clarkston Everest at halftime and we'll be back with the second half kickoff in just a moment here on getstuckonsports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-988. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. 
The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron school's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Mooney gets it first to start the third quarter. Hazen later and Spiza back deep for the Cardinals standing right around their own 20-yard line for this kickoff. Looks like Dongwan Wan will do the kicking here. So Wan, the junior. Who wears your typical kicking number of number 67? <laughs> we'll do the uh, kicking here. And we'll get the third quarter started. 7 nothing. Mooney leads it. It's been a defensive battle so far and a lot of penalties. It's an onside kick attempt, and it's juggled, but Hillier's got it for Mooney at the 49-yard line of the Cardinals. So Hilliard doing a good job there. That was not an easy ball to handle off the turf. But he scoops it up, and Mooney will have good field position. They ended the first half with a 93-yard drive for the only scoring of the game. And really, that was the majority of their offense. They only had 129 yards total in the first half, and 93 of it came on the last uh, drive. Hazenlater, the only back. Four receivers. They've got trips out to the right. Hazenlater straight ahead, though. Crosses midfield. Spinning. Driving. Carrying tacklers to the 45 and picks up six. And he goes over 100 yards rushing for the game on his first carry of the second half. Of course, again for him, 100 yards is pedestrian. He's gone over 200 in every single game this year. And, uh, in week two, if you missed it, he rushed for 370 yards or whatever it was. It was crazy. Last week, he had 267 and six touchdowns. Second and four from the 45. Hazen later again. This time they'll meet him right at the line of scrimmage and stop him for no gain. So, uh, 
18 carries today for Hayes and Laner. They've had to go to him a lot. That's four more carries than he had in last week's game against Waterford, Our Lady of the Lakes. Third down and four, Mooney from the Mountaineers, 45. Trombley split out wide to the left here. And option. And uh, Everhart is going to keep the ball. He'll get to the 43. He got two. But that's going to be short of the first down. It's going to be fourth down. And about two yards to go. And it looks like the Cardinals are going to keep the offense out there. Let's see if they run a player just try to draw them offside. They're at the 43, fourth and two. Just one back this time, Hazen later. And ooh, he it looked like he got him to jump, but no flags. And now they uh, may wait and wait. Nope, they are going to run the play. Hazen later straight ahead, and I don't know. I don't think he got it. Ooh, I thought they had gotten Lakes to jump, or Lakes, Everest to uh, jump offside, but there were no flags, and then they finally did snap the ball and uh, run, and Hazen later stopped at the 43 for no gain, and Mooney will turn it over on downs. And Everest gets a big stop here early in the third quarter. And they'll get the ball in decent field position at their own 43-yard line, 9.33 to go in the third quarter. 7-0 Mooney on top. Are they going to measure here? No, they're not. The, the, the didn't make any sense to measure. They needed to get to the 41, and the ball is clearly way back at the 43. Although we have had uh, stranger calls this season at East China Stadium. All right, so Cooper and company go back to work. On first down out of the gun, they're running, though, and it's Harris to the 45, and then a swarm of tacklers will wrap him up and drag him down near the 46-yard line. That was a tough three or four yards there. They're going to give him a spot at the 47. Seven carries, 15 yards for Gavin Harris in the game. They'll go two receivers to either side here for Cooper. Send a man in motion. That's Luke Walker, and he's going to be hit in the backfield and brought down. Spezia got into the backfield, and they drop him for a big loss back at the 38. They'll lose five. And it'll bring up third down and 15. Yeah. 
Hawassa, eight on the uh, play. So third down, 15 back at the 38. Cooper rolling out. He's going to dump one complete near midfield and close to the first down. Very close to the first down. The catch there, I think, was made by File on the far sideline. I know they're saying Nedwick made the catch. He's about a yard short of the first down, it looks like. Now they'll go two receivers to either side on fourth and inches. Handoff, and Mooney's going to get a stop here. And it's not even going to be close. Fourth and inches at the Mooney 47-yard line, and he barely made it back to the 48 on the carry. They lose a yard on the play. And Mooney gets a stop. And again, the defense is picking up where they left off. Two fourth down stops here on the uh, first two possessions of the third. They'll set it down at the 49. First down, Mooney from their own 49. They're going to go with the full house look, the three backs. We found out that uh, Landon Rimalowski is the man wearing 18. He's usually number 34. Pitch back Hazen later. He'll cross midfield and get to the Everest 47 and pick up four. Second down, six, Mooney from the Mountaineer. 47-yard line. Seven minutes straight up to go here in the third quarter. It is still 7-0 Cardinal Mooney. They scored just before halftime. A three-yard touchdown run by uh, Hazen later with 21 seconds to go in the half, and that's the only score in the game so far. Broll is going to split out wide to the uh, right. They've got Bright to the left side. Hazen later the only back. Now they're going to motion uh, Spizza, and it's play action. And Everhart's going to throw over the middle. Too high for Bright. It's tipped and intercepted. Look out. Coming back the other way now for uh, Everest is uh, Wojciechowski, and he'll be tackled near midfield, but it's a turnover. Second Mooney turnover of the game. And Wojciechowski returns it back to the Everest 47. Just the third time Mooney has thrown in the game today, and he was looking for Luke Bright, and it was just a little high for him, and he tipped it right into the hands of the defender. So a battle going on here right around the 50-yard line here in this third quarter, but neither side's defense will break. Three receivers to the right here. They're going to send a man in motion, but handoff straight ahead. Look out. Harris has got a little bit of a seam. He's across midfield in the Mooney territory, brought down at about the 44. He got nine. Second and one. 
Little hurry up here now by Everest. And a bad snap gets away from Cooper, and he has to dive on the ball back behind the 50. They'll lose yardage, but uh, they'll keep the football as Cooper was alert and dove on it back at his own 49. A loss of seven on the play. That'll make it third down and about eight. And now rolling out is Cooper, throwing on the run. He's got a man, and it's caught for a first down, it looks like, at the Mooney 42. And it's uh, Powery who makes the catch. And he's got the first down. They're going to set it down at the 43, which is what he needed for the first down. Five out of 11 for 72 yards for Cooper. First down, Mountaineers at the Mooney 43. Two receivers to either side this time for Patrick Cooper, working out of the shotgun. Harris in the backfield. They're going to send a man in motion, give the ball to Cooper. Now he's going to keep, and then he's going to pitch it off to uh, Nedwick. And Nedwick running to the far side, and it's strung out well, and Mooney's going to stop him for no gain. They ran the option there, and that time Cooper pitched it to Nedwick, the receiver who had come around in motion. So they did a lot of razzle-dazzle there to get nothing. Second down and 10. And this time they give it to Harris. Again, trying to bounce it outside on that far sideline, and he's going to be stopped. Back at the 44 for a loss on the play. Now they're going to be looking at third and 11 back at the Mooney 44. Again, four down territory, one would think. Two receivers to the right, single receiver to the left. Rolling right is Patrick Cooper. Again, likes to throw on the run, and he's got a man. That's Dominic Walker with the catch for another first down at the Mooney 27. That's a 17-yard gain. Nedwick with that uh, catch. I'm getting two and five mixed up. So the catch by Nedwick. He's in a slot off to the uh, right of the uh, quarterback. First down now. And they're going to run straight ahead with Harris. And he'll be stopped for no gain. Second and ten coming up from the 27. They're having more success throwing the ball, and in particular when Cooper rolls out, he seems to be a little more accurate when he's throwing on the run than when he's been standing in the pocket today. They haven't had much success running the football, but they keep trying. We're under three minutes to go here in the third. 7-0 Mooney, second and 10 from the 27. Cooper looking to throw. This one's tipped but caught. And look out, there's room up the middle, and this will be an Everest score. Touchdown Everest. Nimi with the catch on the deflection, and he takes it in. And uh, Matthew Nimi 
gets the touchdown. And we're an extra point away from being tied. In this one, it's 7 6, 2, 42 to go here in the third. Now the officials are meeting, and they might not be saying he got in. No, they're going to put the ball down literally a centimeter from the goal line. So they're taking away the touchdown for the time being. They're going to say it's first down and goal to go. Literally an inch from the goal line. Well, like the uh, call in the uh, first uh, half of the game on the interception where they put the ball down just outside the Mooney goal line, I don't think I like this call either. I thought that was a touchdown, but uh, no touchdown for uh, Nimi. And it'll be first and goal from less than a yard away. So they'll run up to the line now. They'll spread the field. And they'll hand it off and get the score. Well, Mooney thinks they've got the football. Harris was the man who carried. Mooney ended up with the football, but they're calling it a touchdown. So give Harris the score. And now it's a 7-6 ball game. That was a really weird play. That It looked like the ball came flying out there, but Harris broke the plane. And a very confusing score, but a score for Everest. So 2.13 to play here in the third quarter. And they're going to go for two. And caught on a deflection. Oh, bro, I thought was going to intercept it. And Cooper actually caught the pass on the uh, deflection. And a little bit of luck for Everest that time. But they've taken the lead on the uh, two-point conversion as they uh, snapped it to the holder, Neiman. And he threw the pass. And again, it looked like it was going to be picked off by Brohl. But it popped out of his hands uh, and into the uh, hands of, uh, I believe that was Patrick Cooper who got it. And it's 8-7 for Everest. Wow. That was just really weird, that whole segment with uh, deflected passes and uh, all sorts of things. Sometimes, even when you're good, you need to get a little lucky, too. Now, 
It's uh, Spiza on the kick return here for Mooney. He's going to get it out across the 30, close to the 35-yard line. And Mooney trailing in the ball game for the first time today. We'll start from their own 33. Still lots of football to be played here. 208, but that was just a really weird end to that drive for Everest. The deflected pass that I thought was a touchdown that they ruled down at the one, and then uh, a weird one-yard touchdown run, and then a weird two-point conversion. But it all counts. Hazen later gets the carry here for Mooney. He'll wiggle to the uh, 30... uh, Five or 36. Looks like they'll give him the 36. It's about a three-yard gain. Second and seven, Mooney from their own 36-yard line. Under two minutes to go here in the third. Cardinals down a single point, eight-seven in this one. Spiza and Hazen later in the backfield. Get a receiver out wide. They're going to give the ball on an end around to Brawl and Everest sniff this one out. And they're going to stop Brawl for a loss on the play. Be a loss of four on the play. Check that. It'll be a loss of two. Third down, nine for Mooney from their own 34. Everhart out of the shotgun. Two receivers to either side. Straight drop, and it's a delay, and they're going to hand it off to Hazenlater now. He's going to stiff arm to the 40. Hazenlater still on his feet. He's very close to a first down. Out to the 44, 44-yard line. Might be enough for the first down. Yeah, he's got enough for the first down. It's a pickup of 10. That was a very determined run by Brendan Hazen later. That was uh, really well executed there by uh, Mooney. They had everybody thinking it was a pass. And then on the uh, little delayed handoff, they get it to Hazen later, and he did the rest. First down, Mooney from their own 44. Hazen later straight ahead. Crashes through to the 49 and gets another five. Second and five, Mooney, just shy of midfield. And that'll be the final play of the third quarter. We'll head to the fourth. It's Clarkston Everest, eight, Cardinal Mooney, seven, here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Kwood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kwood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year. Kwood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kwoodauto to make an appointment. Kwood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Second down five, Mooney from their own 49 as we start the uh, fourth. Five receivers, quads to the uh, right here. Everhart throwing left, though, and overthrowing. Intended for Trombley on the far sideline. And it'll bring up. Third down and five here for Mooney. Trombley doesn't have a uh, catch in the ball game today. His only touch on offense. He gained five yards on an end around, but he fumbled the football. He's going to check out here. Rimalowski checks into the uh, game, so they're going to go with the three-back look now. On third and five from their own 49. Hazen later the deep back. And they're going to give it to Spiza instead, and he's got a first down run into Everest territory, down to the 44. He gets seven there. So they had everybody in the uh, stadium thinking Hazenlater was getting the ball there, and they gave it to one of the up men instead. And Spiza gets the first down into uh, Mountaineer territory at the 44. Now Trombley will split out wide to the right here. Pro set in the backfield. Hazen later stumbles forward to about the 40. He gets four yards on accident there. Second and six, Mooney from the 40. They trail by one here early on in the fourth quarter. 11-10 to play. Clock running, it's 8-7 Everest. The winner of this one will be the only undefeated team left in the Catholic League Intersectional 2 in league play. Second and six from the 40. Hazen later gets another carry. Short gain this time. And there might be a flag down as well. At the 39, it was a one-yard pickup. This is going to be holding against Mooney. Yep. So, bad time for the penalties to uh, rear their ugly head again. This is going to push Mooney all the way back to uh, their own 49 where they started the quarter. They're going to get to the 34 for first down, so it'll be second and 17. Now they pick up the ball and they put it on the Everest 49, so it'll make it second and 15. Second down 15. They'll send uh, 
Trombley and Brohl out wide to the right. Spies and Hazen later in the backfield. Everhart rolling out. Trouble. He's running for his life. Now he's going to tuck it and run, get what he can, and he's close to the Everest 45 and got about four yards there. It's going to bring up third and about 11 now for Mooney. And what this will probably be four down territory for them as well. Down to 10 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. 8-7. Clarkston Everest leads Cardinal Mooney. Big time showdown here at East China Stadium. Mooney has never beaten these guys. They'll go trips to the left. Single receiver to the right is Bright, I believe. Hazen later the only back. They'll pitch it to him, and then he'll pitch it to Tremblay, and then he'll throw it, and it's incomplete. And they just, it took too long, and the uh, Mountaineers were in the backfield causing all sorts of problems there. So the trick play doesn't work. But they gave it a try, and that's going to bring up fourth and 11 at the Everest 45, and Tremblay's going to drop back to kick it away. They'll trust their defense here rather than try to force the issue on offense. Tremblay got a leg into this one. This is a good kick, but it is a little too strong. It's going to go through the end zone for a touchback. So that'll bring it out to the 20, and it'll be a net gain of uh, only about 25 yards there on the punt. Now the Mooney defense will try to get a stop. They've been good today. Everest scored on them on the last possession, but to be quite honest about it, Mooney didn't get very many lucky bounces that last possession. There are a couple of deflected passes. Even the touchdown play wasn't clean. They only needed an inch to score, and when the play was over, Mooney had the football. It was a really weird finish to the drive. Four receivers here, three of them off to the right. Harris is the back. Going to send a man in motion, but give Harris the ball, and he'll get a short gain. He's to the 23 for a pickup of three. 13 carries, just 25 yards for uh, Harris, although he has had a little more success here in the second half than he did in the first half. Second and seven Mountaineers from their own 23. Nedwick, part of a trio of receivers off to the right. Cooper out of the shotgun. Rolling right. Looking, throwing on the uh, run. And did he short hop the receiver? No, I think they're going to give him the catch. Looked like it bounced, but... It really doesn't matter because he's right back at the line of scrimmage, so there's no gain on the play anyways. Actually, they're going to set it down on the 22, so he's going to lose a yard. Dominic Walker with his first catch of the day.
Cooper, 13 out of 14 for 120 yards in the game. Third down and about three, and now we've got whistles. Timeout called here by Clarkston Everest. This is their first. They have two remaining with 8.03 to go here in the fourth quarter. really been a grind today for these two teams. I thought we'd have more scoring in the ball game than we uh, have had. I thought it would uh, take a few touchdowns to win this one, but uh, it has been one score for each team. Everest got a two-point conversion after theirs, and they lead it 8-7. to seven. Mooney scored with 21 seconds to go in the first half. Everest scored with 2.13 to go in the third quarter. Now we're in the fourth quarter with 8.03 to go. Everest looking at third and three from their own 27. It's a mildly big play for the Mooney defense. You want to get the stop here and get the ball back. So third down and three from their own 27. They'll spread the field out again and straight drop for Cooper. Now he's going to throw it to Harris coming out of the backfield, and he's open, and he's got a first down and more. Breaks a couple of tackles out across the 40, and he's out to about the 44-yard line. And they went with a little screen pass, and they get the first down yardage that they need. A pickup of 18. And a little dump off to Gavin Harris. And that will keep the Mountaineers in possession of the football as they continue to grind the clock here with a one-point lead. Nine out of 15 for 138 yards and an interception for Cooper today. Harris the only back, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Cooper out of the gun, gonna give it to Harris, and he'll struggle to get back to the line of scrimmage. That will make it second down, and we, we had another flag there. We had holding against Everest, so that helps the Mooney cause. It's gonna drive them back to their own 35 and make it first and 20. First down 20, but we're down to 7-10 to go here in the fourth. Everest in no hurry. This time they send the Twins to the right, single receiver to the left. Cooper will sling it out to uh, Harris, looking for somewhere to go, and in the end, he's going to get about four yards to the 39. 
And that'll bring up second down and 16. We're going to be halfway through the fourth before they run this next play. Luke Walker checks back into the game. It's part of three receivers off wide to the right, single receiver to the left. Harris the only back. Straight drop, Cooper. Looking to sling it deep, and it's a wobbly pass, but coming back to make the catch at the Mooney 44. No, they're going to say incomplete. The ball hit the ground. One official was going to give him the catch, and another official came in and said, no, the ball hit the ground. So, ooh, that would have been just enough for the first down if they'd given him the catch. Yike. So it'll be third down and 16 now. It's an absolute must that Mooney gets a stop here and gets the ball back. We're down under six minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Got to get the stop here on third and 16. Everest at their own 39. Again, three receivers off to the right. Single receiver to the left is Nimi. Cooper slinging one right down the middle into traffic and intercepted by Brawl. Tried to force it in to triple coverage to Nedwick, and Brawl comes up with the interception for Mooney, and they get the stop, and they get the ball back at their own 43-yard line. Big play by Avery Brawl. And Mooney gets it back with 5.47 to go down a point. Receiver to either side. Hazen Leder and Spiza in the backfield. Hazen Leder will get the carry to the 45. Hazen Leder to the 50. Bounces outside 45. Still on his feet as he fights to the 42 of Everest. A 15-yard run by Hazenlater. And another flag and another holding call. Oh, the penalties have just been devastating. And the flag was after... He'd already picked up 10 yards, so it'll actually put him right back to the original line of scrimmage. And it'll be first down and 10, Mooney at the 43. So basically, they're just replaying the play again. Same formation, first and 10 from the 43. Hazen later straight ahead. Battles to the 46, maybe the 47. Nope, the 46, call it a gain of three. Twenty-five carries, 131 yards for Hazen later today. He has the Mooney score, but they're down a point, eight-seven. Second down and seven. Mooney from their own 46. Under five minutes to go in the fourth. Receiver to either side for Everhart, keeping it on the ground though. 
And Hazen later will cross the 50, and he's got a first down run to the 47, and a very late flag here. It's a seven-yard pickup for Hazen later, and I think this is going to be against Everest for a late hit. And this is a big one because it's going to tack 15 yards onto the end of the run and set it down at the 32 of Everest. Ooh. Again, we've had a lot of penalties. Most of them have hurt Cardinal Mooney, but this one might hurt Clarkston Everest. First down Mooney at the Mountaineer 32. 4.40 to go here in the fourth. 8-7, Clarkston Everest with the lead. Brawl to the left, Trombley to the right. Hazen later tripped up, dives forward to the 30 and gets a couple. Give him a very nice mark to the 29. It'll be second down and about six here. At the 29, they need to get to the 23 for the first down. And this is Spiza up the middle, and he's got a first down run. He's inside the 20, still on his feet down to the 12-yard line. A 17-yard pickup for Cam Spiza. Five carries, 35 yards for Cam today, and that was a big run there. And now Mooney's really threatening. 3.40 to go, clock running. First down Mooney at the Mountaineer 12. Spiza and Hazen later are the backs, and they'll send two receivers out wide to the right. Hilliard joining Broll out that way. Now Broll goes in motion, and Everhart on the option keeps. He's inside the 10, down to about the 6-yard line. Got about 6 there. So it'll be second and about four Mooney from the six. And we're under three minutes to go. So far, Everest, who has two timeouts remaining, not using any. And now Mooney at the six are taking their time and letting some clock slide here. Again, Hilliard and Broll, the receivers, there to the left side. Spiza and Hazenlater are split from the six. It's Hazenlater. Makes the cut. Hazenlater to the goal line. He's into the end zone for a Mooney touchdown. Six-yard run for Hazenlater. His second score today, his 20th rushing touchdown of the season, puts Mooney back on top with 2.27 to go. And timeout Mooney now as they decide what they want to do here on the try. With the score, they're up five now, 13 to eight. So I would assume they're going to go for two here. 
really the extra point. Would only give them a six-point lead. The two-point try would give them the seven-point lead, although I'm pretty sure if Everest scores again, they'll probably go for two and try to win it in regulation. But we'll get to that bridge when we get there. Right now it's 13-8 Mooney with 2.27 to go. And out of the timeout, we'll have the Mooney point after try. It has been a battle today. So going for two here, Hazen Later and Spez of the backs. Hazen Later will get to carry straight ahead, and he'll power in, and that's a big two points. 15-8 Mooney with 2.27 to go. So Mooney back on top by 7, 15 to 8 with 2.27 to go. Hazen later gets the six-yard touchdown run, then runs in the two-point conversion. He's got uh, 28 carries today for 148 yards and two touchdowns. A lot of people would say he had a off day today. <laughs> I'd say this has been a good football game where the defense has been a little bit better than the offense and the penalties haven't helped either side. Now Trombley will kick it off and the Mooney defense will try to hold this lead. High kick. And it's uh, Luke Walker from the 8. Across the 15 to the 20. Flags on the play as Walker sprints up the far sideline out across the 35. But we've got flags back inside the 20. So it looks like Everest is going to be backed up to start this drive. They might be back around their 10-yard line when the smoke clears here. Two nineteen to go. They've got two timeouts remaining. And it looks like they're going to have to go about 90 yards here. Mooney had a 93-yard drive to end the first half. So here we go. Two nineteen to go. Two timeouts remaining, and Everest has got to go 90 yards. They're down 7, 15-8 to Cardinal Mooney. Cooper out of the shotgun. 
Two receivers to either side. He's looking to throw, and he fires it complete to Nimi out around the 18-yard line. Be a pickup of about eight. Second catch for Nimi, 35 yards. Second down and two. Everest from their own 18, under two minutes to go. Clock running. Nimi to the left, three receivers to the right. Harris is the only back. He's to the right of the quarterback. Cooper rolling right, looking to throw. Wobbly pass incomplete, trying to get it to Nedwick on the far sideline. And that'll bring up third down and two. Clock stops on the incompletion with 1.45 to go. Cooper now 10 out of 19 for 146 yards in the game. He has thrown two interceptions. The big one was the second one. Brawl picked it off at the Mooney 43, and the Cardinals drove 57 yards for the go-ahead score. Third down and two from the 18. They'll go two receivers to either side. Luke Walker in a slot to the left of the quarterback. Harris lines up to the left of Cooper. They send a man in motion. They give it to Harris. He's got a first down to the 25. Harris to the 30. Picks up 12. And that'll give him a first down at the 30. Clock stops to reset the chains and then starts again. We're down to 135 to go. Out of the shotgun, Cooper dancing around back there. Lobs up a wounded duck. And making the adjustment is Walker. And Luke Walker catches it at the 45 of Mooney. A 25-yard pickup for Walker. So they're first down at the 45 of Mooney. 120 to go. Cooper rolling out. Fires complete. Near the 40, this is Nedwick, and he's to the 38 of Mooney. A pickup of about seven there. And timeout called by Everest. They have one remaining with 108 to go, and now they're at the Mooney 38. Remember, this drive started back at their own 10. And they have rather quickly moved at about uh, 52 yards. And the alarming thing about this is Cooper's got some guys that are wide open all around the field. They're going to be looking at second and three from the 38 again they've got one timeout left and 108 to go they have to get into the end zone they're down seven 15-8 Cardinals lead it for all intents and purposes this is for the league title and a trip to the prep bowl although both teams still have league games remaining they'll be the heavy favorite in their remaining league games In a game where the defense has been so good today, the offenses have all of a sudden sprung to life. 
They're going to send trips to the left. Single receiver out to the white, uh, right is Dominic Walker. Harris the only back on second and three. Straight drop, Cooper wants to go to Harris. Got it complete. He's got the first down down that far sideline. Harris out of the backfield with that little swing pass. He's out at the Mooney 34. It's a gain of four. Second catch of the game for Harris. And it's going to be first and 10 at the Mooney 34. Clock stopped with 103 to go. Again, they'll go trips to the left side here. Cooper working out of the gun. Has thrown for 182 in the ball game. They're going to run this time. And Cooper is going to be stopped in the backfield and dropped for a loss. They got to hurry. He stopped back at the 38. A loss of four on the play. Second and 14. They're trying to hurry up. 43 seconds to go. Cooper rolling out, this time to the left, throwing on the run, and it's in and out of the hands of Nedwick, who should have had a catch there inside the 30. The incompletion will stop the clock with 37 seconds to go. It'll be third and 14 from the Mooney 38. It's obviously four down territory for the Mountaineers. They must score. Down 15 to eight with 37 seconds to go. Third down and 14 from the Cardinal Mooney 38 yard line. Patrick Cooper now 13 out of 23 for 182 yards. He's hit six different receivers in this game. Now, are we getting a timeout? Yeah, ooh. Everest is going to use their final timeout right here and now. So with 37 seconds to go, Everest is going to have to burn their final timeout here, and it looked like there was some confusion there, so... This is one of those things that would uh, drive Brady Beaton crazy. As he would, I think, consider this a misuse of this final timeout. But Everest needs to figure out how to get 38 yards in 37 seconds. And if you're Mooney, just stop them. They can't stop the clock now. So third down, 14 from the 38, 37 seconds to go, and now Clarkston Everest doesn't have any timeouts remaining, trailing 15 to 8 to Cardinal Mooney. Dominic Walker to the left, they've got two receivers that way, they're going to go two to either side. Now Nedwick goes in motion to the left. Cooper, straight drop, has time, sends up an air ball, jump ball broken up. 
couple of Mooney players were there. Everhart came flying across, got a hand on it, and Hazenlater was there too. I thought Mooney might get an interception there and put this thing away, but they'll have to play defense for at least another play. 31 seconds to go, and it's fourth down and 14 at the 38. Mooney needs one more stop. Again, no timeouts remaining for Everest, so if they don't get at least 14 yards here, they're not going to win the football game. And that's what Mooney's hoping for. Four receivers, three to the left. Harris, the only back. Cooper out of the gun. Straight drop. Pressure coming. Slings it off, and that one will be broken up. Batted down by Spizza, and Mooney's going to win the football game. They'll turn it over on downs at the 38. We'll get a flag here. This is going to be against Mooney as uh, the sideline erupted there and some guys came out onto the uh, field. And so Mooney will be penalized, but that's a moot point because they're going to have to take one knee and that'll be the ball game. Oh, it went right down to the wire today as you would think it would between these two teams. But Cardinal Mooney is one snap away from beating Clarkston Everest for the first time in their history. Everest had only lost two league games ever, and those were both to Royal Oak Shrine. They're sorting things out. So unsportsmanlike against uh, Mooney, uh, obviously after the stop, they were very excited. So this will be a 15-yard uh, penalty. They're going to put the ball down at the Mooney 23. But again, all they have to do is snap once and take a knee. Everest can't stop the clock. They have no timeouts remaining. So victory formation for the Cardinals. Everhart under center. Takes the snap, takes the knee at the 20. The clock will start, they cannot stop it. And Marine City Cardinal Mooney is now four and oh in league play and five and one overall and they have beaten Clarkston Everest today 15 to eight and with a win over Cabrini next week they will officially punch their ticket to the prep ball but they've won at least a share of the league title with the victory today your final is Mooney 15 Everest 8 and we'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. 
Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Hey, Stuck On Sports fans, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. Stop in and see me for the best in-stock selection of appliances, furniture, and beds. I will beat all deals and personally take care of you. I'm here on Fridays until 7 p.m. and Saturdays until 3 p.m. I know many of you because this is my hometown. Go Saints! Is your golf cart boring and ugly? Sounds like you need to take it into Independent Custom Carts in Yale. The pros at Independent Custom Carts will blow your mind. Give Independent Custom Carts a call today at 810-984-2278 or look for them on Facebook to see pictures of their work. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Mooney led 7 nothing at uh, the end of the first uh, half on a Brendan Hazenlater three-yard touchdown uh, run, but uh, Gavin Harris scored on a one-yard run, and then Patrick Cooper caught a deflected pass in the end zone on a two-point try to give Everest an 8-7 lead late in the third quarter, and that's where we were at late in the fourth quarter when Hazenlater scored on a six-yard run and then ran in the two-point try to make it 15-8 Mooney with 2.27 to go. Everest... Marched the ball down inside the 40 of Cardinal Mooney, but it stalled out for them there, and Mooney gets the victory, their first ever in eight tries against Clarkston Everest. And again, with this win, Mooney's now 4-0 in league play, and they go to Allen Park Cabrini next week, where they'll be the heavy favorite to win that one. But even if they don't, it looks like they're headed to the prep bowl because this one clinches at least a share of the league title and they would win the head-to-head game with uh, Everest and uh, that would uh, give them the uh, the game at uh, Ford Field in uh, week nine. So congratulations, Cardinal Mooney. They're doing a lot of good things these days uh, on the football uh, field. And uh, today it was a defensive battle and they pick up the 15-8 to win. Uh, Brendan Hazen later finished with 28 carries for 148 yards and both Mooney touchdowns uh, today. And uh, Cam uh, Spiza, five carries for a big 35 yards for uh, Mooney. They only had two yards through the air in this one, but uh, again, they were able to run the uh, football for about 200 yards rushing uh, today, and uh, their defense was stellar. There were a lot of penalties in the game. It wasn't exactly a cleanly played game, but 
Mooney's the winner, 15-8. to eight. And We'll be back to wrap things up in just a moment here from East China Stadium. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Stop by Culver's in Fort Gratiot for their Thursday night cruise nights. Check out all the cool cars and bring your own. They've got live music, door prizes, food specials, and more. Plus, they're serving up all your delicious Culver's favorites. Every Thursday starting at 5 at Culver's in front of the Birchwood Mall. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Huron Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success. Huron Title Company provides a full range of title and escrow services for buyers and sellers. They work hard to keep your best interests in mind throughout the entire process, and one of the owners is a practicing attorney, setting us apart from our competition. Huron Title Company, call 810-987-987. 2141 or 1-800-878-4853. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Coming up for you next uh, week here on Stream 1 Friday night. It'll be uh, the Marysville Vikings playing host to the St. Clair Saints. We'll be on the air about 6.30 for that one for a 7 o'clock uh, kickoff over on Stream 2. Port Huron High is home to Sterling Heights on uh, Friday night. So those will be our two games next week here on Get Stuck on Sports.com. Once again, the final score here this afternoon from uh, East China Stadium. It's Marine City Cardinal Mooney 15, Clarkston Everest 8. Hope you've enjoyed the broadcast here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.